Hi, this is Nadege Roland with the National Bureau of Asian Research, and I'm joined today by Alex Joski from uh, ASPI in Canberra. And I have some questions uh, for Alex, who has been working in the last few years specifically on um, the PLA, People's Liberation Army, and China um, in general, attempts to um, gather information in the scientific domains uh, abroad. And his latest report uh, that is very poetically entitled Hunting the Phoenix uh, looks specifically at a talent recruitment program uh, that's called the Thousand Talents. Um, and I would like you, um, Alex, to tell a bit more about, about what this is. What, what are uh, China's objectives in, in general? If you, can, if you can tell me a little bit more about about that first. Thank you, Nadej. Uh, I think the Chinese Communist Party recognizes that innovation isn't just about getting discrete bits of technology, but about gathering talent. And so it's seeking to use talent recruitment programs like the Thousand Talents Plan to bring some of the world's leading scientists to China so that mm -hmm. it can actually not just uh, reach the same level as other countries, but dominate key industries and, and surpass countries like the United States in key areas of technology with commercial or military value. And these efforts are really quite global, covering all developed countries and raising a lot of concerns about misconduct, uh, undeclared conflicts of interest, and even criminal activity. So... Can you tell us a bit more about this specific talent recruitment program? What what are exactly the the mechanism in in use that you have uh, uh, observed during your your research for this report? So the Thousand Talents Plan is just one of more than two hundred talent recruitment stations that the Chinese government operates. There are probably many more than that, um, but generally these programs will, will have similar uh, incentives, basically offering overseas researchers money and the opportunity to work in China uh, and also the ability to keep their job overseas while holding a position in China, which is where a lot of the problems come from. This issue of people holding two positions at once and not necessarily being transparent about that. But one of the things that this report, Hunting the Phoenix, really focuses on is the phenomenon of talent recruitment stations which are one of the main ways uh, and one of these mechanisms by which the Chinese Communist Party identifies, um, builds a relationship with, and then eventually recruits these, uh, what looks like over 60,000 scientists around the world since 2008. Hmm. Stations are essentially contractual relationships the Chinese government has with overseas United Front groups where they're paying these groups to do talent recruitment work uh, and do things like build databases on overseas scientists, um, recruit scientists more directly into programs like the Thousand Talents Plan, bring scientists on trips to China and host delegations for talent recruitment work coming from China. So it's a really important sort of on the ground part of China's talent recruitment efforts. An important part and also uh at a very huge, massive scale from what you're saying. Those numbers are just mind boggling. 
Yeah, there are 600 around the world, uh, and that's probably potentially even less than half of the stations that have been set up by the Chinese government. That's just the number that I was able to identify over the course of this, this research project. About 146 of those stations, I think, were in the United States, and over 40 in countries like Australia, Germany, France, um, Japan. Uh, so it's really a problem that I think uh, is is reasonably well understood by the US government, which has been trying to tackle the risk of covert tech transfer and misconduct associated with these talent recruitment programs. But I think countries all around the world really need to be building a response to this problem too. So what kind of solutions or recommendations would you have for those governments? It's a really tricky problem because talent recruitment work covers a spectrum from overt to gray zone and covert activity, where not all instances of talent recruitment by the Chinese government will be illegal. So it's not just um, a counterintelligence or security problem, for example. It needs to engage funding agencies, uh, education agencies, universities, research institutes in a way that hasn't really happened before when it comes to China policy. Mm-hmm. So I think the core is going to be about having a law enforcement response and a security response, but also uh, informing people, doing briefings, raising awareness about this program, uh, making sure grant fraud isn't being committed and when it is that it's being properly dealt with and that universities have strong systems in place to actually address this problem and catch it in the future. Thanks very much, Alex. Thank you for having me.